Broadcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! All right. Hello, everybody. <laughs> we were anticipating our music. Welcome to the casting call where we give you tips on how to pursue a career in the entertainment industry. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash TV. Feel free to tweet us using the hashtag TheCastingCall. I am your host, Tony Moore. You can find me on Twitter at LoungingWithTony. And I am here with my lovely co-host. We have... Hey, I'm Lee Michael Epstein. At Lee M. Epstein on Twitter. <laughs> I'm Lena Green at Just Lena Green on Twitter, Facebook, and all social media. Oh, so fancy. <laughs> so fancy you are. And today we are joined by the owner of Act Now, LA's premier casting director workshop and networking studio. We have Miss Kennedine. Thank you. How are you, Kenna? I'm doing well, thank you. Thank you for joining us. Of course. And very we, honored to be here. Oh, we're happy to have you here. <laughs> and we also have with us Becca, who is a consultant at Act Now. Yes. Thank you for joining yeah, us. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right, so let's get right into it because we have a lot to cover. I know you guys have lots of questions and concerns about workshops and hopefully we will cover that today. So Kenna, tell us more about Act Now. When did you guys begin? Okay. Well, I started the company uh, 19 years ago. Oh, wow. And I was actually working for one of my competitors at the time. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, some things that I would like to see different. And so I decided to start my own place and here we are. Wow! Yeah. Wow! Nineteen years later, and you, you were in the you were in the acting coaching workshop business, or in the casting world. What exactly? Well, my background personally is I started out as an actress mm-hmm. about thirty years ago, um, sort of giving my age away there, <laughs> and have been uh, in the business in a variety of, of different facets, from uh, casting to coaching. I was a manager for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a producer for a while. Did a TV show for about a year and a half, and then started Act Now, and that's what I'm doing. Wow. Cool. Now, after exploring all of those different facets in the industry, from casting, being an uh, an actress yourself, um, what made you decide, you know what, I am going to focus just on on Act Now and, and helping these actors. Right. Well, I see that, you know, as uh, we all know, there's a lot of casting director workshops in the city, and Mm -hmm. it's become a it's really um, become, saturated. Yes, more yeah. so than ever. When I first started Act Now, there was maybe eight of us, and now there's wow. a lot more. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> alleys and everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> right. But what really sets us apart is the personal attention, which is what I really um, strive to strive to create. When I started the company, mm-hmm. we have consultants like Becca, mm-hmm. and she's been with the company for about eight or nine years. Um, we do pre-screen every actor, and we're almost managerial in a way in that we really help the actor um, meet the casting directors that are appropriate for them where they're at in their career, and that's right. what really sets us apart. Yeah. What do you think is, like, the best function of that? Like, how does that help an actor, like, to have that 
fine tune personal attention. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I think we all can agree that actors think they can do everything, (laughs) right? And I think in the beginning, it's important to really focus, just as in any career. Um, and so, but unfortunately, actors sort of have, you know, stars in their eyes and they, they don't really know what maybe is the best way for them to go. And it is show business, but mm-hmm. a lot of actors, as we know, are not as skilled in the business part mm-hmm. side of it. And yeah. so at Act Now, we really focus on the business side of the acting business. So we do um, sit with them and consult with them and really help them handpick the people that are right for them so that they're really spending their money in a way that they can see progress and really network and develop those relationships. You feel like people kind of come out here to Los Angeles to be actors and Star-Strike. big eyes and they're like, I'm going to yeah. do that, I'm going to do that, I I'm going to be on that TV yeah. show. Yeah. I love that TV show. And yeah. they're not really qualified for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Um, could be their skill level, their union status, and, you know, they, they'll just sort of randomly sign up to meet that person, which you can do at pretty much any company in town, except for mine, um, <laughs> where you can't. You know, you have to be pre-screened and you really um, you, you uh, get read in at a certain level so that you're in a room with actors that are the same level as you, which mm-hmm. is awesome. Because yeah. when I used to do the workshops, we've all been in that situation where we're going, gosh, I hope I don't get paired up with that person over yeah. there. And, yeah. you know, it's really a waste of your time and money and you just feel... Bad, yeah, know? it works both ways too. I think yeah. when you're like at the lower end of a spectrum of a leveled class, that or that's not leveled properly, you right. feel like you're, oh, you're okay. self-aware and you feel like I don't belong here. Right. And also at the other end, you feel like I'm wasting my money, beca- my time because I'm not being challenged here. Yeah. Right. And, and one of the things we're known for in the business with the industry uh, professionals that I bring in is the consistency in the room. So yeah. they know they're going to come into a room and see a group of pre-screened actors that are all at the same level mm-hmm. and are really business-minded actors. They're not just there to sort of, you know, let me get on a show. Someone said I was hot, so I should be an actor. Right. (laughs) (laughs) My mom thinks I'm funny. Why can't, you know? And so we really um, work towards the, with the business-minded actor. What what do you see is the most common thing? When people think about workshops, I know actors, first off, they think like, oh, great, I get to audition in front of the, the casting director. But let's clarify, workshops are not, Auditions. Right. And really at Act Now, we strive that, I would say, more than most companies in town. We're all about building relationships. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. really, you know, there's probably 400 casting directors in the city. And as an actor, it's your job to get to know all of them. Mm-hmm. That's a big job. But it takes a lot of time and re-meet and really building those relationships. And it's like any other career. People want to work with who they know and trust. Mm-hmm. Right? So that's what we really foster there. It's not who's going to call you in tomorrow, but who's going to know you five years down the line when maybe something comes up that you might be right for? And are there... Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I just want to say, can you take us through the process of how Act Now, when the actor comes into the door and they're like, I want to take a workshop. Yeah. What is that process with y'all? <laughs> well, well, that Becca might can, be a Becca question. Becca, <laughs> well, before, be, okay. before we get into that, what are there are there any other like misconceptions that people have about workshops other than that it's a it's an audition or do people feel like they shouldn't you know take them like what are there any other things that you know of that people right. think about workshops well you know i've been in the business for so long and when i started it really was a different business you know mm. there were a lot of general interviews you could get into the mm-hmm. rooms a lot easier your agent was able to get you in the rooms easier mm-hmm. nowadays it's 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 very different you know you turn on the tv and 
you can see a movie star doing a guest star role where that would be a role that that I would be up for, you know, 10 years ago. But now Matt Damon's doing it instead. How do I compete with that, right? Mm -hmm. It's really about the relationship with the casting director. Not that I would ever get the part that he's going to get, but at least I might be thought of the next time around. Mm -hmm. Um, So a lot of people are like, well, I don't think I should be doing the workshops. And my thought is, well, then don't do them. And, you know, if you have another way to get in the rooms, great. But it's just a whole different business. The casting offices are doing five to ten shows each. They mm-hmm. don't have the time. Yeah. You know, it's it's very fast. Mm-hmm. They want to work with actors they know and trust. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times they don't even have time to put out breakdowns right. for the role. Yeah. They're just calling people they know. Right. So it sounds like exactly. you're saying one of the main, if not the main advantage of doing workshops, even if you're a trained actor or you came out of conservatory, whatever, if you're new out here or have even been here for a while, it sounds like what I'm hearing is that one of the main points is to just be able to get those relationships. Exactly. Yeah, and establish those relationships. And one of the things that, again, sets us apart is we don't do a lot of the one-nighters. I know a lot of places it's about, you know, let's meet a casting director and then wait by the phone and see if we're going to get called in. Mm-hmm. At Act Now, we really do a lot of the three- and four-week intensives with the same casting director. So mm-hmm. you really get a chance to develop that relationship. Yeah. And it's like dating. You know, if you go out with somebody for coffee, you're not going to know them as well as if you go out with them three or four times. Yeah. It's the same this premise. And mm. it's like any other <laughs> it's like any other business, you know, people want to work with who they know. What right? is the oh before you go um with the process, what is the best way for an actor to cultivate those relationships after like the intensive is over and that's I think where a lot of actors that's get hung question. up on. They're right. like yeah. what do I do next? Because right. it's it's hard. They don't know what to say or do right. to reach out. And mm-hmm. that's such a great question. Um and we always encourage actors to re-meet, you know, maybe in a year it's time to do a one-nighter. Maybe get in front of that same casting director for one night as a re-meet. Mm-hmm. Sort of as a live postcard, we like to say. Mm-hmm. Um, follow-up is definitely important, whether you get new headshots or, hey, now I'm in the union, you know, just wanted to let you know, or... Uh, I don't know. Whatever excuse you have, you know, I, I'm doing a play over here just to sort of stay on their radar. Yeah. Because you, you know, there's thousands of actors all sort of going for the same part. What's going to make you stand out? It's unfortunately not always your talent, right? It's the relationship. Mm -hmm. It's really being the person they think of when, when that part comes across their desk. Yeah. And Um, as far as, keeping in touch because a lot of my clients will ask me that like I did this workshop and it went really well but what do I do I don't want to stalk them but um, and a lot of times I encourage people to ask that question in a workshop setting like how do you prefer we keep in touch with you Mm -hmm. because a lot of them especially within the last couple years so many more casting directors have gotten Facebook pages Mm -hmm. specifically for casting uh, which I think is amazing because they we know they're seeing everything because they're scrolling through it even if they're just glancing at it and just seeing oh so and so is on this week's episode of Criminal Minds or whatever yeah. it is. Right. Um, so some of them will say you know post me on Facebook. Some of them are okay with Twitter, and some of them on the flip side are like do not find me on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. um, do not find my personal page on Facebook, which is understandable. Yeah. Um, and some of them are like postcard me and some of them will say if you postcard me I will never see it (laughs) so it's kind of again like part of the job of the actor to know you know like Kenna said there are over 400 offices some of them love postcards and some of them abhor postcards and think that you're killing the environment you know (laughs) right so like I just keep notes for myself um, because I've you know been workshopping for a long time now I know 
you know, now I kind of just know off the top of my head, so-and-so loves postcards, so-and-so says she doesn't love postcards, but every time I send her one, I hear from her, Um, so-and-so, you know, gives out a personal email address. A lot of them are doing that. They have their own email addresses now Mm. specifically for casting, so I think it's great that they're just making themselves so much more accessible to actors, Mm -hmm. so it is easier to keep in touch, because there is... I remember feeling that same thing. I started doing workshops when I was in college, and then I was kind of just like, what? What do I do now? Yeah. And, you know, I was sending <laughs> postcards, but, um, you know, you want to be specific with how you are following up to yeah. make sure you're not just spinning your wheels and getting nowhere. And yeah. also to keep in mind, it's a very long process. You know, it's yeah. a very hard business. There's a lot mm-hmm. of competition, and unfortunately... I think it's um, that overnight success that everybody is mm-hmm. sort of banking on, and it's really not an overnight success. You know, you yeah. hear overnight successes or 10 years. We just don't hear about the, the nine years before, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So everybody thinks, I want to be an overnight success, and I don't think there really is such a thing. And so you really need to just be in it for the process and the long haul, mm-hmm. and that way you don't get so disappointed. Exactly. It's interesting that you said that. Just I, from a personal experience, I went to workshop when I first came out here, that was like three, four years ago, mm-hmm. ran into the um, casting director sometime after, and she remembered me. Mm-hmm. But at the time, I was like, she hates me. She doesn't like me. Right. She ended up casting me for a project that's really like... You and know, that was four and that's, years later. Yeah, that's right. And it's, it is such a process, that's and people don't realize that. Yeah. No one realizes that. Yeah. You know? It's really kind of like any business. Like, what you're talking about is it that is. when you talk about show business, like, this is like any other networking business. It that's really just is. part of it. And right. you have to... Play that part of the game. Right. You have to foster and nurture those relationships. And a lot of actors sort of forget that part and think, you know, I'm just great. I should. I'm well trained. I went to the conservatory, which is great. Right. But, I mean, I can say from my own experience at USC, I loved the education I got there, but I wasn't learning about the business side of acting like I wish I was. Like, I. I honestly started doing workshops when I was still at USC, and I felt like I was learning so much more about real world, the business, than I was, you know, working on Neil Simon in class, which was great, but it wasn't showing me, like, you know, how to be marketing myself, what my brand is, what my type is, who I should be meeting. So it is a balance because... You know, you of course we want actors to be very well trained and to have good cold reading skills and know what they're doing in terms of making choices and script analysis and mm. the actual art of it. But like Kenna was saying, the show business part of it is another aspect that not all actors are aware of how to navigate, which is kind of what we as consultants help our clients to do. Yeah. yeah. But I also like that that casting directors will cover that too mm-hmm. in, in a workshop as mm-hmm. well. It's not just all yeah. about, you know, the work and, and going through the scripts and, and playing the characters and things like that, but they will take time to answer questions right. that you guys that people may have or, you know, they will reach out and say, This is how you can get in touch with me afterwards so that way you do know exactly what to do and right. how to network with mm-hmm. them and how to stay in touch with and them. And that's the beauty of the intensives, I think. Yeah. Again, if you're spending five minutes with them, they're not really going to have that opportunity to give you that insight, right? Yeah. But yeah. if you're spending uh, three or four weeks with them, you really get to know them and vice versa. And, they and have they're getting crazy to memories. See, yeah, and they're getting to see more of your work that way. Also, right. with mm-hmm. a three-weeker, for example, you know, sometimes they'll have you do a cold read for the first week, and then maybe you get to bring your own scene the next week, and then maybe right. they'll run it like a mock producer session the third week, or mm-hmm. maybe it'll be a combination of comedy and drama, so that by the end of it, with that whole relationship thing, they've seen more of what you can do 
and also for the actor that's like, oh, I blew it. I like I didn't do well in that scene, or that scene they gave me wasn't good for me. Well, you have two more weeks to Redeem show them yourself. Yeah. what you can do. Mm-hmm. And that's great. That that's another great thing to point out when you only just have that one night. It's a lot of pressure. It's, it's it that is pressure of like, oh my god, I really have to show them <laughs> yeah. what I can do in this one night. But when you do have that time to kind of learn and grow into, oh, I didn't do well in this scene, but right. you know, ooh, this you know this, this is, is for a, a whole lot better. Yeah, you have that that chance to really you know, show who you truly are as right. a performer. And the, it's, you brought up a good point, too, that the pressure, you know, I think often mm-hmm. we put casting directors up here on a pedestal, right? But at ACT Now, we really treat the workshop sort of as a gym, like you're mm-hmm. working out. So when you do get an audition from that casting director from a workshop or somewhere else, you sort of go in thinking of them just as a regular person. And totally. it, and so you can focus on your work rather than, oh my gosh, this is my first audition and whenever, you know, yeah. and if I don't get this, what's going to... It's like that sort yeah. of goal on and then you can really just be there which yeah. is nice because we do put that pressure on ourselves we walk in thinking oh. oh my gosh i have to get this job i have to pay rent oh my gosh i right. have to just book a job this year and it's just so much pressure right. that you go but on that's but what you're focusing on yeah exactly mm-hmm. and it, it does make it easier when you when you have done these workshops and you go in for that casting director right. there's always already that rapport you're walking so you kinda, in you're seeing a familiar face yeah you feel a little you're more at ease because some casting directors can be very intense yes. in an audition and you walk in you're like you know you walk in very nice and calm and then you're like oh my god like, <laughs> right. I, I think I think my world is about to end right now you know right. but, but when you have that rapport it, it feels so different it feels more relaxed and you can it bring does. your best out of you yes. yeah. so if the workshops are for building the relationships and more of the business side it sounds like that's not really the right place to be working on the craft or you think it's both but would you have other recommendations then for someone whether they went to let's say a conservatory program or not right you know, at Act Now, we really do work more with the trained actor. We, because um, we don't really offer classes, although we do have workshops that are more class-like with teachers that have a teaching or casting directors that have a teaching background. Mm-hmm. And again, that's why we do the um, the pre-screening. The yes, mm-hmm. exactly. So if somebody's reading into a lower level, we would suggest more of a class-like workshop with them. Something that we know they're going to get a lot of feedback. Maybe the class is smaller. Um, and so they really get a chance to work to work out. Whereas mm-hmm. if they're reading it at a higher level, they're going to get into a workshop where the casting director maybe won't give quite as much feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a quicker turnaround type of a thing. So let's take us through the steps of of getting involved at at Act Now. So if you're a uh, new actor, you're you have a foundation. You have decided this is my year to focus on my <laughs> acting career. Everybody's 2015, doing we're in it, <laughs> and and I'm looking into getting workshops. And I contact Act Now. What's the what's the first thing that that an actor has to do before they start taking the workshops? You mentioned the pre-screen. Yeah. So the first step with the pre-screen would be some kind of communication with a consultant. It can mm-hmm. be a phone call. It Nowadays, it's often more just emailing back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, but we just kind of like to get a feel for, like I mentioned before, the actor that's like, someone said I'm hot and should be an actor. And you're <laughs> like, where have you trained? And they're like, well, I was in a play in third grade. <laughs> um, it's like, I, you know, I can't no. have, you know, you shouldn't be meeting casting directors right now no. if you yeah. have nothing on your resume to show them that shows them that you're taking this seriously as a career in L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just email back and forth or speak on the phone and just sort of explain what Kenna has already explained in terms of how we work, how we do the intensives, where you're mm-hmm. meeting with them multiple times, how they would be working with the consultant, sort of explain my job, which is sort of guidance counselor slash 
manager-ish slash cheerleader <laughs> slash therapist oftentimes. <laughs> um, sort of just helping them, guiding yeah. them in terms of getting them in front of people who are appropriate for them. So I yeah. kind of just walk them through how our relationship would work. Um, and then, if you know, if everything is copacetic and we're on the same page and they know, they understand how we work and that, um, you know, that they're ready to be getting in front of casting directors on all levels, then mm. we would go ahead and schedule a meeting. And that's where they would come in in person and they would meet with one of the consultants. I'm one of uh, nine consultants. Mm. Um, so they would meet with one of us and then we would... Um, they would do some cold reads for us, which is mm-hmm. super important. Yeah. Um, lot, even if a lot of times people are like, can you just watch my reel? And I'm like, I'd love to watch your reel, of course. However, since a lot of times there is at least one night of cold reading in the workshop, we just have to make sure that you can do that. Do that, yeah. And you're not going to, you know, have be that person that everyone's like, I hope they're not my scene partner because, you know, they oh, that, that, can't speak English yeah. or something, in which case they shouldn't that be doing more stuff either. Yeah. I never wanted to be that person. We've all been there. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I always sit there like, please like me. <laughs> I'm a good scene partner, I promise. <laughs> yeah, so we see them So we see them do cold reads, um, a comedy and a drama, mm-hmm. and um, in a commercial, if that's something they're interested in also, because we do commercial workshops as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we kind of just sit down and like have, I call it a powwow, where we just go over their reads, and I like to ask them how they felt about them. Um, I mean, it's definitely not like a high-pressure situation at all. I mean, I know I'm very intimidating, <laughs> um, all five, three of me. But, um, but yeah, we just sort of talk about, you, you know. much taller sitting on the couch. Oh, do I? Wow. <laughs> okay. I'll take it. Um, you know, the comedy versus the drama, which was better. I want to make sure that we're on the same page because occasionally someone will be like, I felt like I killed the comedy and the drama was mad. And I'm like, oh, oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're on different pages, so let's talk about that. Yeah. Or, um, although I find that that's almost never the case, which is great. Um, so yeah, we just go over their reads and then we would go over their headshot and resume. Um, a lot of times, depending on where someone is in their career, some people need more advice than others. Like I had a meeting with someone today who just had things in the wrong order and just, or just organizationally. And since I'm OCD, I'm, that's my, <laughs> like a thing for that anyway in terms of just having it look clean and LA professional and yeah. that sort of thing um, so we go over a headshot resume and then basically we would talk about goals short term goals long term goals where they see themselves in you know six months to you know maybe ten years from now perfect world mm-hmm. um, because it's very easy to be like I want to meet everyone I want I love I love all of these shows I want to meet all of these people it's like Okay, well, let's be <laughs> That's going to take a lot of time and a lot of money. Exactly. <laughs> so let's take it one step at a time. Right. So, like, a lot of things to consider, I'll, you know, their union status. So if someone comes to me or comes to someone at Act Now and they're non-union and they're not eligible for the union yet, that is going to make... That's Li- going to limit. limit them a little bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's going to just sort of narrow the, the possibilities of people for them to be meeting. Mm-hmm. Because since SAG and AFTRA merged... There has been much less Taft Hartleying than there once was, mm-hmm. so it's a lot harder for casting directors to call in actors who are non-union. And I will say there are definitely some casting directors who do call in non-union actors. Yeah, um, and that's something that I'm aware of and that I make my clients aware of. But for the most part, I would say most TV offices, when especially I mean with episodic, when they're moving, you know, they have auditions tomorrow and then it shoots the next day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't have time to go through the paperwork, paperwork and call SAG and Taft Hartley. Right. right. How uh, do they feel about if you're SAG eligible? Is that most of them? That's just as good. That's a good question because I mean that's a question a lot of my clients. Well, as good as union. 
That's, yeah. that's yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, they just have to know that you're at least eligible, and then um, if you do book something that requires you to join the union, you know, all you have to go do is pay your dues. But a lot of most of them understand. Um, especially with a lot of non-union commercials these days. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of work there, so I think people get it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so as long as you're eligible, that I like 90% of the time, that's just as good for them as being in the union because they know that you can just join if you if they need you to, if they book you. Yeah, um, yeah so we look at union status. We look at, um, you know, we talk about type as well, you mm-hmm. know. If, you know, I see someone more as, like, a Seth Rogen type and they see themselves more as, like, a Brad Pitt type, you know, we just, we talk about that. But you're that. not finding so much that people are so, like, that actors are so <laughs> unself-aware <laughs> that they think that. Usually not. Usually yeah. not. Yeah. I did have uh, a meet with someone recently who was like, I see myself as the girl next door. And then she was talking about how she she always plays, like, the badass and the rugged girls and punk girls. And I was like, you know, that's not a girl next door, though. <laughs> You're right. The so, badass, rugged punk girl next right? door. Yeah. That's depends like, on that's your a, neighborhood, you I know? I was going to say, it depends on the TV show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The TV show yeah. Um, but, yeah, for the most part, I mean, I give extreme examples, but for the most part, when I meet with people, they have a pretty good yeah. idea or else they're, like, malleable and kind of like, I'm not sure. What do you think? Um, and I also say use the casting directors as a way to help with your type if yeah. you're not sure. Like, if you think that you're, you know, with that girl's example, she thinks that she's, you know, girl next door, but she keeps being given sides of, like, the badass, the punk girl, the, yeah. you know, alternative, wrong side of the street kind of girls, mm-hmm. then that's how they're seeing you, so let's go with that. That's a yeah. good way to brand yourself in good marketing. Which yeah. is, yeah, and that's such an important part because so many actors have headshots that don't really look like what they should be marketing themselves as, and mm-hmm. I always say that as well. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll get a very clear idea after a few workshops of how you're being seen when you yeah. first walk in the door, yeah. and then you can get your headshot to match that. Yeah. Right, Especially with a lot of times now we're giving the casting directors thumbnails of the headshots of the people in the workshop ahead of time. Mm -hmm. So they're pulling sides for people based on those little thumbnails. And it's very often that it happens that someone comes in and they're like, I pulled this scene for you, but you're way too young for this, or you're way too old for this, or you're way too this for this. And that's very telling because though the thumbnail, that's what they're going off of. So if they're seeing you one way and what you're really presenting yourself is another way, you're not going to be... You're kind of wasting your time. Right. You're not going to be seen for those roles if they're seeing you as the other. We we talked to uh, one of our shows. We dealt with um, types and how people uh, see themselves and through their headshots. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. it's always so interesting how um, people have headshots that are not really representative of what their type actually is yeah, and, and right. what they can play and things like that. Well, I think that goes back to not really thinking of it as a business. It's mm-hmm. more of just sort of wanting to get out here and, and they've got stars in their eyes and they're not really looking at it realistically. And I yeah. think in the beginning of your career especially, you have to really focus and target and do what you do best. Mm-hmm. When you become famous and you right. become Robert De Niro, then you can like... <laughs> Go outside of your box. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah. when you start out, you need to really figure out what your niches and, and really go for that. Yeah. And that's what we really help the actors sort of focus on it yeah. now. When you have an actor that comes in, they're like, well, you know, they've been doing it for some time and they come in, they're not really focused on like what their type is and they don't know what it is even because they're getting cast as different things and they've been doing this for so long and they really have a goal. What what do y'all do in that case? And you already have an experienced actor in front of you who is just trying just to kind of carve out, you know, something Right. Career, what do y'all do in that? 
Well, again, you know, I'm they, the only person who says you guys, I'm noticing. <laughs> Texas. Got Texas. I'm really feeling like the odd one out. Yeah. I always say y'all, too. Sorry. <laughs> like y'all. But please tell us what y'all do. <laughs> <laughs> That's so natural, right? Let me go. Yeah. <laughs> well, at Act Now, we all. Um, <laughs> well, the pre-screening, again, I mean, I'm imagining that actor would read into a higher level. Mm-hmm. So they would be meeting casting directors that would be beneficial for them at that level, right? They probably have more credits, they're better actors, they're in the unions, that sort of thing. And again, mm-hmm. that's what the consultant would recommend for them, right? Yeah. yeah. Or maybe they've already met that casting director and they want to do a re-meet. You know, mm-hmm. we're big on that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I've heard so many stories where actors will say, gosh, I've been into that same office nine mm-hmm. times. Or no, I've done a workshop so with that casting yeah. director nine times and they've never called me in. And then, boom, you know, three years later, who knows why? All the stars align. And then they're going in there. We just heard that today. One person went in 19 times for this office so far. Wow. Oh, my so, gosh. So, you know, but she had to really work to get that relationship. Yeah. Yeah. And now she's one of their go-to people. Yeah. Wow. So that's kind of the goal. Wow. Wow, mm-hmm. that's like amazing. So so far in the in the process, we have the the initial contact. Do mm-hmm. Do you guys have? Is there a way of deciding which consultants get get oh, actors specializes? Uh, yeah, uh, like you know, like when an actor comes in, do you think like, oh, you know, they may not have as much experience, so and they may need a little more attention. So you may put them with this person, or is there any other logic or way to, no. to do that? I mean, all the consultants are really trained the same way. They're mm-hmm. all very educated in the business. They all really know what the casting directors are looking for, and they're really immersed in how it works. Mm-hmm. So they're all and we're equally, all actors ourselves yeah. too. So all yeah. equally that as helps. skilled. Um, oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, I've always wondered what's the relationship between the workshops and the casting directors. Is it like mm-hmm. something, like is it something like okay that casting directors find out about a workshop place? Like say in your case, like how did Act Now begin with you know working with the casting directors? Is like they just reached out or y'all reached out to them? How you did know, that happen? That's a great question. It's, yeah. it's always been something yeah. in the forefront of mind. But like how does that? Happen? And my follow up on that is are they kind of just as nervous about it? Like they want to meet the right. They're hoping that they're yeah, going to get something out of it. That. Yeah. Right. right. I mean, they're hoping they'll find some new faces or yeah. something. I mean, well, I mean, you have to put yourself in their shoes. You know, if they're casting, you know, 10 hours a day, especially during pilot season, um, the last thing they probably want to do is go to a local theater and see a show mm-hmm. of somebody doing Neil Simon because it's not really <laughs> going to, you know, show them what the actor can do. Yeah. So for them, it's beneficial to walk into a room of pre-screened actors and see maybe somebody new, right, that's not on their radar. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of what do they think about it, I mean, I think it's just like any other business. There are some casting directors that really ben- uh, think the workshops are beneficial, mm-hmm. and they really utilize them. It makes their job easier. Mm-hmm. And then there's other casting directors that, you know, they just they won't do them for whatever reason. They mm-hmm. have kids. I don't know. They don't yeah. want to come out. Um, so, But as far as getting in touch with Act Now, sometimes they get in touch with me, and sometimes I you know, dig around and get in touch with them. And we've been around long enough that we kind of have a reputation, but... Um, yeah, kind of works both ways. Is there a pre-screen for casting directors? <laughs> that's a really good question. That's a good question. Because yeah. sometimes there will be people who are, if, you know, if someone's been casting for six months, you know, I don't, I don't think we would bring that's them in right. as a guest. That's yeah. right. right? Yeah. yeah, and there are certain guidelines that they um, have to be in casting for X amount of time and mm-hmm. um, a certain, you know, a certain amount of experience before yeah. they can do workshops. Um, yeah. 
Do they have to be casting a project? Because there's some casting directors that are not, they haven't really casted anything in a year or so, and they're... That's a really good question, too. You know, (laughs) the thing about casting, and again, we look at it more in the long term. So Mm -hmm. we're a little different than most places um, because, you know, a lot of the TV shows go on hiatus in April, May, June, July. And my thought, and sometimes the casting director will say, well, I'm not really on a show. Is that okay? And and I'm all like, well, it's about building a relationship. You know, you're going to be on a show starting in August or whatever. So that's really what we're focusing on here, you know. Yeah. so, but I'm sure that there are places where it, it's a little different. But for us, it's really more about their experience and are they actively casting? And so, what if they're not casting for a few months? They will be again. Yeah. And it's more looking at the bigger picture. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's something we hear a lot. I mean, we've heard it here a bunch. And I just feel like in general, it's like a big piece of advice that comes back and back and back all the time, which is that it's like it's a long game. Mm-hmm. It yeah. is, and yeah. I think that you'll be a happier You'll be a happier actor if you kind of get that mindset, and you also have a life outside of acting because it is extremely hard and competitive and expensive and frustrating, and often it doesn't have a lot to do with talent, which is really a bummer, yeah. <laughs> right? You could be the best actor, and, and we all know that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to make it. Yeah, that's which that's is true. Kind of a drag. Yeah, yeah. Because um, well, in a lot I'm of not saying other... that I'm the best actor, but I'm just... <laughs> right. He's like, I'm it's hard. Let me tell you. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm still learning. I'm still learning. Oh um, so he is the best, and he's making it. Yes. <laughs> Not yet, but I'm hoping so. 2015. It's our year. It's our year. So, um, you know anyone who left their day job this year to focus on acting? You were just telling all my business on this show. <laughs> what is going on? There? Every, every week, there's no, a new he's tid- so good at he's so tidbit. humble. So I want to like you know promote him a little bit. I am. I I have decided to focus on my career this year. I have spent six years with a full time job. So mm. I said this year, if I'm going to devote myself to my craft, I need to be right. available mm. for it 100. percent Congrats! That's, That's great. Very That's good. See, I'm from Michael. the hosting world more than the acting world. They're always like, you should reveal more. It makes you more relatable. You know, <laughs> so I'm always like revealing. And Tony's like, "What are you doing? I'm an actor." But, I'm telling I'm telling but, wait, but, you're, but you're supposed to reveal <laughs> your stuff, not, not my not stuff. His stuff. That's the thing. <laughs> you're supposed you to reveal think- things about you, like like that. You now go by Lee Michael. Well, I let you reveal that for me. <laughs> It's a, it's, it's a. I caught it in the intro though that you threw in the Michael. Yeah, yeah, you got that. Well, last time we had to have a whole discussion about it. Well, yeah, after my (laughs) Ellen discussion, but that's (laughs) neither here nor there. there. Um, So, (laughs) initial contact, we they've gone through the the uh, script in the in the meeting. Um, They oh yes. Now you upload a headshot to um, to the site, right? we are very tech savvy now, finally yes. at Act Now. So <laughs> it used to be lots of papers yes. and receipts. Writing things. Like <laughs> paper, what's that about? I yeah. am. Um, so now it's pretty much, I mean, you do definitely bring a hard copy of your headshot and resume to the first night of the workshop, absolutely. Right. Um, but now they do see the thumbnails ahead of time so mm. they know who's going to be in the workshop so they can pull sides accordingly. Right. Um, which is great because like I said, then you're sort of learning how they're seeing you from that little thumbnail at two by two on their screen which yeah. is how they're seeing you. And um, What the headshots, they don't keep them. Like, was there a new rule that passed where they can't take home the headshots and resumes? Or I was always really murky about what was going on when they uh-huh. 
took the headshots and resume. What's going on with our headshots and right. resumes? Yeah. They're not supposed to They're take the headshots and resumes. Just, it's just you bring them so they can have reference. Right. Sometimes to they look at them. Right. Yeah. look at them and make sure you look like them and that sort okay. of thing. Yeah. Okay. Why would you not want them to have it? Well, I think there's, there's a, a, there's a guideline. There's a guideline. Because it's against that. the rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not not is it it's not Agnell's rule. No no no, no. It's, it's the CSA. And I yeah. will say that I think that's a ridiculous rule, and I have told CSA that, so I will come right out and say it. I don't, I, who is that protecting? Exactly. That's a that's great question. question. That was, no, that to me. You was see, confusing. I'm asking good questions. Yeah. And the thing is, you know, as I brought up to CSA, not to sidetrack, but um, it's just like any other business. You know, an actor's headshot is their business card. Yeah. And in any other business on the planet, you can hand out your business card when you're networking. Exactly. So, yeah. um, and it, it kind of, you, you, so weird. when that, you attend that workshop, you want them to, please take it home. Please mm-hmm. put it in your file cabinet so that when you rethink of me, you can just go to your file and go, oh, him, here, Well, right. the good thing now, so much is online mm-hmm. that once yeah. they know your name, they can just go yeah. and, and Google it's you. It's so much easier and now. There you are. Ooh, but that's the rule is about not taking home paper headshots and resumes from workshops. That's right. Well, would it be acceptable for a um, actor to give their business card at the audition? I mean, not the audition, at the workshop. At yeah. the workshop. Yeah. Um, that's a good question. I, <laughs> I personally think that's just such a big joke, I, and I have no problem yeah. saying it because, like I said, I've said it to their face. So I, <laughs> <laughs> Kennedy. I don't know. To me, it's a business, and you know, in any other business, you hand out your business your card. Business yeah. card. And if, if they're a casting director, if I'm a casting director and I'm at that workshop, I get the roster. I see who's there. I can have someone's right. name. Like you said, the online is so available. So you can write down can write somebody's, somebody's name, name. Yeah. go home and Google, Google it. You can do it yeah. in your car on your phone. So I don't yeah. see why anyone wouldn't it's be doing that. That would seem And ridiculous. the way that we are doing it now with everything being so, so much more like online, even without that paper copy – they can look at the roster of who was in that workshop, and they oh. can click on your name, and that'll take that'll take them to your IMDb page, and then that'll you know that's really all they need to yeah. get in contact with you or in your Actors Access. We now everyone has a profile in the cloud um, with their headshot, with links to their reel, their um, YouTube if they have one, Actors oh. Access, LA Casting, all of that. So even if they don't take a hard copy of your headshot and resume, they have the roster, and they click on your name, and as long as you have everything filled out. They, they see your reel, your actor's access, your rep, all of that. So oh. we make it very oh. easy. So very important of, to keep that stuff updated. So yes. that's part of Act Now. Y'all have this yes, system. Yes, that's the Act so Now that's, system. Okay. Oh, nice. Yes. Really cool. So the casting directors are able to just to go on that system whenever. Right. Ever. That's really yeah, cool. Yeah, and so they can – and what – back in the olden days, we I would get calls <laughs> from casting directors that were like, oh, Becca, I, I had this guy in my workshop. It was like, like a year ago. He was really funny. A this is what he looked ago. like. And I'm like – trying to figure out who it could possibly be and going through hard copies like mm-hmm. so archaic and now they can just look at the roster of any workshop they've had and been like oh there, who was that guy here he is let's pull him up let's send them a email or whatever they want to do it's we make it easy because the last thing we want is for them to not be able to get a hold of you yeah that's a good um good thing that you brought up y'all get calls from the cast now y'all i know i gotta stop (laughs) don't stop don't stop i gotta start what is the correct word of the y'all you all it's it's definitely (laughs) y'all you're from texas it's fine (laughs) just real quick so the cast directors do contact y'all if they y'all if they are interested I mean, that was that was really only no. before everything was online. Okay. Now, 
now there really is no need for them to it's, do that. Okay. If they want to find you, they'll find you. Exactly, okay. yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, when you when you have your consultant and you guys have chatted about, you know, the short-term goals mm-hmm. and the long-term goals, then mm-hmm. you, you kind of assist them in deciding which, you know, workshops that they should take, right. which casting directors to meet right. and things like that. Yeah, so we kind of figure out a plan of attack where, you know, I like to be specific with goals and, you know, if someone it ha- you know has good training and their union and they're, they have rep, um, but they don't have any credits yet, which is the case of a lot of people in mm-hmm. L.A., mm-hmm. Um, you know, then maybe we'll say, okay, the fir- let's say that our main goal is to get you your first co-star. Mm-hmm. So how are we going to do that? Well, yeah. let's look at which – and, you know, sometimes people will say, well, I love The Walking Dead, so let's target that. And even if that were still casting, which is it? I'm not sure. I don't think so. Um, <laughs> I don't think it is, but it wasn't shooting in L.A. anyway. So right. in terms of getting that first co-star – that's not a good show to target for that because that was shooting, I believe, in Atlanta. So they mm-hmm. were really casting all the co-stars locally out of Atlanta. Right. And the guest stars, they were casting out of L.A. and flying them out. Yeah. But for, you know, a two-line role of, a, you know, he went that way, which would be fantastic to book. Mm-hmm. But they're not going to fly someone out of L.A. Right. to do that. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so the, the actor's going to learn all that, you know, yeah. in, the, in their meeting, which is really well, invaluable. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then on the flip side, there are shows like Hawaii Five-0, which does shoot in Hawaii. However, the casting director will specific, has said in her workshop multiple times like we're we're like five seasons in now we've pretty much used all of the local actors we have there now which is great for us in LA because now they are flying people out for co-stars to Hawaii to shoot Mm. which is like a dream oh nice um but so yeah with that it was if it was someone you know wanting their first tv co-star depending on their reads and their type and what they're targeting I would talk about shows that shoot in LA ideally Mm. because there are a lot of things that are in Atlanta and Albuquerque um so something in LA and you know something with people similar in type to them, whatever that may be, you know, whether it's a one-hour procedural where they play this role or, you know, if it's more of a half hour, if they have a lot of, you know, UCB, IO, Groundlings on their resumes, let's talk about maybe people who are open to that, who like that. Um, So we kind of sort of just map out a plan, basically, and then at the end of the meeting, it's like, okay, here are these workshops that I think would be appropriate for you based on, you know, wanting that first co-star and, you know, being SAG and not having co-stars yet. You know, some certain people are not going to give you their first, your first co-star, and some yeah. people love it, and they get so much pleasure out of being <laughs> able to give an actor their first credits. Awesome. Yeah. Like, they just are that passionate about it. Um so but yeah, the, but the thing too that's really special about the consultants is it's an ongoing relationship. It's yeah. not just once the actor signs up for a workshop, totally. you know, see you later. I mean, Becca has regular clients that have been with her since you got there. Absolutely, and, and yeah. that's really great. So, and I love it too. Like, yeah. not so selfishly, but not selfishly, because I just sort of get to see like I have grow. clients that you know came to me. Not you know with with nothing yet. You right. know they were like I said, wanting to get that first co-star, and now they're like trying to bridge go from co-stars to guest stars right. because mm-hmm. they've got you know 10 or 12 co-stars I mean you're essentially managing people what yeah. you're describing yeah. in, a way, like. yeah. in a way yeah it's just very yeah. supportive and, and hands-on which is really nice because a lot of actors sort of flounder and yeah but that's really not know. we do that. I know you don't do that no. <laughs> I really try not to but you're saying that's not, not a standard thing for a workshop yeah that's not that's like that's anomalous in the workshop world it sounds like that's not at all a standard kind of 
thing right. that you're going to find mean, in the workshop right, world. Right. If your clients have new headshots, I'll send you. Totally. You know, and they'll, you'll help them with that. I mean, that's really. I had someone today email me an updated resume, mm-hmm. one that I had just been going over who was a newer client, and she's like, did I do this right? Mm-hmm. So It's great. Yeah. As, and that's that's really good that you guys do have those personal relationships because sometimes we just need that person to go to yeah. that has that Just need a like, human being, yeah, too. Can you look at my resume? Right. Can you look, can you I know. Can I stuff off of Exactly. You, mm-hmm. you know, so that that's good that you have those personal relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, Before I just, sides or monologues, what is the best thing to do when you're going into, you know, reading for a casting director in these workshops? Again, we would know that ahead of time. Mm-hmm. So if you signed up for a four-weeker, we would know the format for each week, mm-hmm. so there's no surprises. Okay. I will yeah. say, though, that monologues are almost obsolete in terms of workshops with film and TV. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, so if it is, like, a week where you bring your own scene, usually they want it to be a scene, even if the only, even if the other character only has one or two lines. Um, that's what I'm finding to be the case, that they're like, I don't want to see a monologue because I don't cast monologues. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And for the most part. Now, we've mentioned, you know, having these great relationships with casting directors, you know, taking their, their workshops quite a few times. What are the success stories that you guys have have had with people who have taken the workshops and they've created these re- relationships? Like, do they then go on to getting getting called in for things, eventually booking it? Like, well, you know, again, these aren't of auditions. Course no but, guarantee, right? Um, right. But right. you can check out our website and you would see success stories. Um, and I'm just I'm hesitant to say that only because we really do pride ourselves on it's about building a relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course, we've been in business for long enough that something is working, mm-hmm. but that's really not the main focus. But right. you can see a lot of success story- stories on the website. Yeah. And a lot of times, my you know, since I'm an actor there myself, the Success, su- the success that I feel like I'm having is often the long term thing, you know, where it's someone that I met when I was at USC and I was maybe floundering a little bit and mm. didn't know exactly what I was doing. And then, you know, maybe re met them a couple years later and then sort of saw more results that way. Um, a lot of times, you know, it's easy to have the like, the phone's not ringing, what's going on mm-hmm. the day after you meet them. But, you know, I might, you might meet someone at one point when they're with a certain office working on this show and then they end up calling you in for something else, you know, four years down the line that's completely different from what they were casting, but they kept mm. their files, they remember you, whatever it is. Yeah. But yeah, right. definitely like the long term, like Hannah said, is definitely mm. how I've found um, the most benefits with myself and my clients. That's awesome. So, mm-hmm. it, I mean, it sounds like, you know, if you are um, <laughs> new in, in the acting world, have experience, you know, it's great to do these workshops because you can build these relationships and you just get a chance to discover yourself more and, and right. you get to play in front of these casting directors and kind of mm-hmm. figure things out in this crazy entertainment world. That's right. And, work, and yeah, work for yourself without an uh, agent or manager. I mean, you can have that representation behind you, but mm-hmm. no one's going to work harder for you than yourself. So. Yeah, exactly. that's a great way to put it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right. Mm-hmm. So, unfortunately, we are now out of time. I told you it goes by so quick. It was quick. Very quick. <laughs> and painless, right? And painless, yeah. yes. Um, so before before we leave, if uh, hopefully we have many actors who are out there dying to get into workshops, uh, where can they find more information about Act Now if they want to look into that? Uh, I would say the best thing is to go to the website actnownetwork.com, mm-hmm. and you can just click to submit a form to just fill out your information with your with your 
contact information, and then someone would get in contact with you. Yeah. Nice. Be the best way. That's awesome. it. <laughs> <laughs> and contact information with your contact. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Becca. Really good. Got it. And of course, um, how can we reach you guys via social media if you guys have any questions or you just want to talk to us about stuff? <laughs> if you just want to talk to me about anything, you can find me on all social media. It's Lee M. Epstein. <laughs> you can find me at Lena Green at just Lena Green on Instagram, Facebook, and all social media. Yeah, but if you really just want to chat about anything, write to Lena. Don't write to me. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, you guys can find me on all social media platforms, including Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Lounging with Tony and my website, loungingwithtony.com. <laughs> That's a lot. I Tony know. Has so I know. Much. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. So, but thank you so much, Kenna, for that coming in great. and discussing workshop and stuff. And thank you, Becca, yeah, for coming it's in. Good to be here. Did y'all say y'all's Instagram or your Twitter? Oh, it's, our Twitter is Act Now Network. Yes, Act Now Network. Clearly, Kenna and I are not the very like <laughs> social media tech savvy people. You know why? Twitter? Because you guys are too busy helping out us actors. Uh, that's what right. it is. Complete our goals. Thank you. I do the is. Instagram, but I don't do the Twitter. My Instagram is the BLG. <laughs> so BLG. Cool. My initials. <laughs> I like that. And thank you guys for tuning in for another casting call. We will see you in two weeks on February 16th. Until then, we hope all your dreams come true. (laughs) Executive producer, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.